Hello everybody, what is up? Kane Jones here once again with a, another episode of Iconic. And this episode, um, I couldn't get it out as soon as I would have liked. Um, that's my thing. Um, I normally air my episodes, or, or upload them I should say, um every Monday, right? But the thing about it is, is that I was real busy this week. Um, but you have two episodes that are, you know, out right now for you guys. Um, but here we are. Now you'll have a third episode. And just because I'm on crunch time right now, I've, I've started an internship and I'm trying to get hours in and stuff. So this will be a kind of a shortened, a shortened episode. It won't be as long as I normally do. Next, the next episode, I'm gonna try to get, um, I'm gonna try to go longer. And I know I promised you a guest, a guest uh, person to come on. I was not able to get a guest person on for this one, but next time, next time, there is gonna be for sure a guest that comes on and they tell their story, and then they'll give their opinion and views on the person that we're talking about. Well, I know I promised you that, but because of everyone's schedules, you know, it was just, it was just hectic and stuff. Um, so, so this episode, episode three, will be a shortened episode, and it will focus and dive into the life of, wait for it, drum roll please, Thomas Edison. Okay, let's just start off by by um, thinking about you know the life of Thomas and like everything that he did, everything he invented, came up with. The man was straight up a genius. He was a straight baller, a savage, and an icon. Um, so, first off, when you think of Thomas Edison, what do you guys think of? You're probably saying to yourself, the light bulb, right? You'd be correct. You would be, in fact, correct. Um, but before I do that, let me actually um, give a little background here, as I do with all my, my, uh, you know, my influential and iconic people that I'm talking about. First episode had to do with Walt Disney. Second episode had to do deal with um, Frank Sinatra. So here we are, another legend, Thomas Edison. Now let me set this up before I talk about the light bulb and really get into it. Um, February 11th, 1847, was when he was born. To October 18, 1931, when he died. He's an American inventor and businessman who has been described as America's greatest inventor. And, you know, I agree with that. It's, he's very iconic and revolutionary with the stuff he came up with, just the way his mind worked, you know. He developed many devices in fields such as electric power generation, mass communication, sound recording, and motion pictures. These inventions, which include the phonograph, the motion picture camera, and the long-lasting practical electric light bulb. 
have had widespread impact on the modern industrialized world. He was one of the first inventors to apply the principles of organized science and teamwork to the process of invention, working with many researchers and employees. He established the first industrial research laboratory. He was from Milan, Ohio. He died at age 84 in West Orange, New Jersey. Thomas Edison National Historical Park. He's an American. He was self-educated, inventor businessman. He had two spouses, Mary Stillwell and Mina Miller. He had six children, including Madeline Edison, Charles Edison, and Theodore Theodore Miller Edison and Thomas Alva Edison Jr. Lewis Miller was his father-in-law. And yeah, so he was raised in the American Midwest. Early in his career, he worked as a telegraph operator. Interesting, which inspired some of his earliest inventions. Makes sense. In 1876, he established his first laboratory facility in Menlo Park, New Jersey, where many of his early inventions were developed. He later established a botanic laboratory in Fort Myers, Florida, in collaboration with businessmen Henry Ford and Harvey Firestone, legends, and a laboratory in West Orange, New Jersey, that featured the world's first film studio, the Black Maria. He was a prolific inventor, holding 1,093 U.S. patents in his name, as well as patents in other countries. Edison married twice and fathered six children. He died in 31 of complications of diabetes. Now, his early life, he actually grew up in Port Huron, Michigan, even though he was born in Milan, Ohio. He was the seventh and last child of Samuel Ogden Edison, Jr., 1804-1896, born in Marshalltown, Nova Scotia. And Nancy Matthews Elliott, 1810-1871, born in Shenango County, New York. His patrilineal family line was Dutch, by the way, of New Jersey. So Edison must be Dutch. The surname had originally been E-D-E-S-O-N, as opposed to what it later became as E-D-I-S-O-N. Edison attended school for only a few months and was instead taught by his mother. Much of his education from reading R.G. Parker's School of Natural Philosophy and from enrolling in a chemistry course at the Cooper Union for the Advanced Advancement of Science and Art. Edison developed hearing problems at an early age. He caught the cause of his deafness had been attributed to a bout of scarlet fever during childhood and reoccurring untreated middle ear, ear infections. Around halfway through his career, Edison attri- attributed the hearing impairment to being struck on the on the ear excuse me by a train conductor when his chemical laboratory in a boxcar caught on fire and he was thrown off the train in smith's creek michigan along with his apparatus and chemicals in his later years he modified the story to say the injury occurred when the conductor in helping him onto a moving train lifted him by the ears being completely deaf in one ear and barely hearing in the other edison would listen to a music player piano by chomping into the wood to absorb the sound waves into his skull. The waves would then pass through the cochlea, cochlea, excuse me, and into the auditory nerve and finally into his brain. Due to this method of listening, he could not stand vocal vibrato, not hear at the highest frequencies. Um, so then let's fast forward to his final years. He worked with Henry Ford. Um, Edison joined the Fort Myers Civitan Club in 1928. And this dude was just a revolutionary. I mean, 
if we didn't have some of these inventions, um, you know, so he had the phonograph, he had the light bulb, um, Edison was also create, credited, excuse me, with designing and producing the first commercially available fluoroscope, a machine that uses x-rays to take radiographs, until Edison discovered that calcium tungstate fluoroscopy screens produced brighter images than the barium plati- platinocyanide screen originally used by Wilhelm Röntgen. The technology was capable of producing only very faint images. The fundamental design of Edison's fluoroscope is still in use today. Although Edison abandoned the project after nearly losing his own eyesight and seriously injuring his assistant, Clarence Daly, Daly made himself an enthusiastic human guinea pig for the fluoroscopy project and was exposed to a poisonous dose of radiation. He later died at 39 of injuries related to the exposure. Mediastinal cancer. In 03, a shaken Edison said, Don't talk to me about x-rays. I'm afraid of them. Nonetheless, his work was important in the development of a technology still used today. He also invented the tassimeter. It measures the heat from the solar corona during the total of the solar eclipse. Telegraph improvements, motion pictures. Yeah, you have to think the vitascope, you know, and the kinetoscope. What he did for cinema, we probably wouldn't have films today if it if it wasn't for Edison. Um, and in music, the phonograph, you know, before you had the record player, and most of you don't even remember the record player. You you guys probably don't even remember freaking A-track tapes in your car or CDs. All you guys do is download your music off of Spotify or you know, stream it off Spotify or listen to it on YouTube or iTunes. You stream digitally. But what you guys don't know, I'm here to tell you that there was a world before then where we were analog. We were old school. We had the A-tracks. We had the CDs. Then we had the records. And then we had the freaking phonograph that you had to crank yourself manually with your arm. Yeah. This is real shit, people. Edison invented it. And Edison was a pioneer. And you know what? It got better now. And, and in terms of music and media and, 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 um, and in film cinema we're we're light years ahead of that now but someone had to lay a foundation some someone had to come out with something first and the vitascope and the kinetoscope and um let's go back to that where did i have that um the as the film business expanded Competing exhibitors routinely copied and exhibited each other's films. To better protect the copyright on his films, Edison deposited prints of them along strips of photographic paper with the U.S. Copyright Office. Um, Edison started the Motion Picture Patents Company, which was a conglomerate of nine film studios. Um, Edison's favorite movie was The Birth of a Nation. Um... And here we oh the rechargeable battery he also is credited with. Let's go. Where is that? Um, where did I see that at? Would you be my little co- okay? So okay, sorry I just had that song played in my head. Um, but Edison, back to Edison, back to Edison. Let's keep it on track. Um. 
where is that? I see. So I'm looking for what I'm looking for is oh yeah, here we go. The kinetoscope and the vitoscope. Okay, so Edison was granted a patent for the motion picture camera or kinetograph. He did the electromechanical design while his employee William Kennedy Dixon, a photographer, worked on the photographic and optical development. Much of the credit for the invention belongs to Dixon. In 80 in 1891, Thomas Edison built a kinetoscope or a peephole viewer. This device was installed in Penier Cage where people could watch short simple films. The kinetograph and kinetoscope were both first publicly exhibited in May 20 of 1891. In April of 1896, Thomas Armitage's vitoscope manufactured by the Edison Company and marketed in Edison's name was used to project motion pictures in public screenings in New York City. Later he exhibited motion pictures with voice soundtrack on cylinder recordings mechanically synchronized with the film. There you go. That was the foundation right there. The groundwork to create films and cinema as we know it today. Officially the kinetoscope entered Europe when wealthy American businessman Irving T Irving T Bush bought from the Continental Commerce Company of Frank Z McGuire and Joseph D e. Bacchus a dozen machines. Bush placed from October 17, 1894, the first kinetoscopes in London. At the same time, the French company Kinetoscope Edison Michael et Alexis Warner brought these machines for the market in France. In the last three months of 1894, the Continental Commerce Company sold hundreds of kinetoscopes in Europe. In Germany and Austria-Hungary, the kinetoscope was introduced by the Dutch something Edison Kinetoscope something, founded by the Ludwig Stahlrich. of the something company of Cologne. The first kinetoscopes arrived in Belgium at the fairs in early 1895. Um Edison's Belgian company with gave the rights to sell the kinetoscopes in Monaco, France and the French colonies. The main investors in the company were the Belgian industrialists. Um so let's move down. Edison's film Edison's film studio made nearly 1200 films. Incredible. The majority of the productions were short films showing everything from acrobats to parades to fire calls including titles such as Fred Ott Sneeze the Kiss the Great Train Robbery Alice's Adventures in Wonderland and Frankenstein in 1910 Um so yeah so you know you got to thank everything he did for cinema the light bulb electricity He is a legend and you know that's what that's that's a good that's a good way to leave it for this episode. And again I'm sorry um for um delaying this episode and getting content out. But keep uh Dapfly Drummer 96 is my TikTok. Stay up to date on my TikTok page and um and just follow me and keep posting. The next episode will air early this next week, hopefully. And I'm 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 hoping to have a guest. There is a guest. So stay tuned for that, I hope. Um and I wanted to share this about Edison because Edison is one of my favorite people ever. He's an icon. He was he was a he was a, a just a legend. He was a a thinker like I don't know how he came up with all the stuff the the kinetoscope and all that about film and I you know and how he 
um, and how he came up with the light bulb. But he was just ahead of his time, you know. And so that's where I'll leave you with, you know. And take these words, take these, take this what I told you about him. So if he can do it back then, when he probably had limited resources, you know, he had limited resources. And so that is where I will leave you, leave you guys um, with this episode. It has been great chatting with you guys about this icon and, and legend. So stay tuned for more. Um, this has been a shortened, um, compact, or a snack size, snack pack episode, if you will. So stay tuned for more. Um, I've been Kane Jones, and thank you guys. Peace.